I'm already chosen. I know who I am. Can you put that? I know what you have spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine, and that's enough. Amen? And that is what? You know, yesterday we were having fellowship. Thank you, Corinthians. God bless you. We were having um, fellowship with the children yesterday. I was talking about bullying. So I asked them, how many of you have been bullied before? And almost all of them raised their hands. So I started by saying, I don't know if it is good or natural. When I was back home in my wonderful country, it's as if bullying is part of us. You don't even know that you have been bullied. Until when we got here, that was when I know that, ah, that thing is bullying. Oh, so I've been bullied all this while. I didn't know that that thing is bullying. It has become part of you. Sister, bro, don't allow bullying to be part of you. Likewise, whatsoever God has not spoken should not be part of you. Hallelujah. When somebody says, ah, you, you can never amount to something. If you don't want to counter it, just say, what? In fact, you may not even answer. Some people say that answer is the best. I mean, silence is the best answer for to the. I'm not calling them that, so I won't even talk. But you know what? Don't even say anything. Because the word of the Lord did not say that what I will not amount to anything. What the Bible says is what I will be, is what I will be. And that is where the topic of today is Father, say in a word. Hallelujah. Father, what? Say in a word. Just one word. It is enough for me. I, but you know what? There are so many words, even in the Bible. If the Lord is blessing you, and it looks as if you are making it by yourself, the Bible says that wealth has wings. Money has wings. It can fly away. Yours will not fly away in Jesus' name. Amen. You need the word of God to sustain whatsoever you have, including your health, your energy, your money, you, that thing that you are doing, that work of your hand, you need the word of God to sustain it. I was telling the children yesterday, I remember I was going to school. We normally walk to school in those days. Ah, our children, they enjoy you. Even this, this school, the school is just behind our house there. You come and see, daddy, it's nine o'clock, come and take me to school. Eh? Where they can walk. Me, eh? I, I was telling them where we used to trek in those days. It's like from here to my house. And you will walk. And you must not be late to school. But now, 9 o'clock, they won't be doing anything from 8.30 or quarter to 9. But what is this 9? Mommy, it's time for school. Daddy, it's time for school. Go and walk now. Go and, go and W-A-L-K. <laughs> Before they will say that my accent is strong. Yes, yeah, so those are my children that, that do that. Amen. Amen. Father say in a word. So I started remembering. Eh? So I've been bullied before. I didn't know. So either is the enemy or your workplace or whosoever has bullied you before. And it looks as if that word is trying to stick to you. This morning by the mercy of the Lord. Marks the end in Jesus mighty name. Amen. You know, every, before our children go to school in the morning, we bless them. Mommy, I'm going to school. Come here. We bless you. Be an ambassador of Christ. The Lord go with you in Jesus' mighty name. What we don't are not sure of that, do you know that there are three principal people that have power 
over your life. Apart from God. Your spouse. Your what? Your spouse. Either the husband or the wife. Though the husband carry much weight. I've told you the story of a woman. The, the man was sick. But the church came together and they began to pray. And God had mercy. You know, we pray so many times. God, we either answer, answer the way you want to answer. But this time around, God had mercy upon this man. But do you know what this woman kept saying? Every time he sees this man, you know, he was still getting up from the uh, recuperating. And so at times he's slow, he was slower than um, what he used to do. And the woman would just get angry. You, this useless man. Uh, that sickness is coming back to you. You will see. One day, a man of God came to visit them and had the woman tackling to the. He said, oh, let me go and call the, uh, my, my husband for you. And not my husband, the, her husband. Went to the room and, you know, she forgot. And she began to yell. But I told you that the pastor is waiting for you. This sickness has come over you again. Well, it's we kill you one day. And she left. When the woman came out, the pastor was telling us, ah, mom, dad, why are you talking like that? You know, it's, God has helped us. At least medically, he's been cleared. And God is doing it. Allow him to gain his energy back. In a word. Don't be saying that again. Help him out. Women, you have the power in your mouth. Men, you have the power in your mouth. Use it wisely. Father in the world. We are just like our God. The Bible says, ye are gods. So that means that what God did, you too you can do. Do you know that? Six months after, actually it was the sickness that killed the man. Because it came back fiercely. It came back powerfully. Even prayer could not do it. I don't know. God just decided to take him home. And the day of the funeral, what was she shouting? Ah, and they told me, oh, we and they told me, wake the man, he was gone. Your spouse has power over you. That's why you have to be very careful what to do with your mouth. Your parents have power over you. And lastly, your teacher. Oh, yeah. Because you are under them, they teach you about two, two thoughts of your life. Go and check it. Right from when you were small till the time you get to the university. By the time you finish university and you began to do what, let's say, I don't know, maybe half. One teacher or the other have spoken into your life. And go and check it. If you are not careful, at times whatever they say, we always come to pass. Because they are there. They are there. Check, check seven days out of the week. Seven days out of the week. How many hours do our children stay with us? Where are they? They are school. Who is talking to their lives? The teachers. That's why you don't joke with the destiny of these children. They are going to school. If you have not been doing it, when they are going to school, even if they don't want to, say, you, are, you are blessed as you are going out. No negative words spoken into your life will come to pass in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You bless them. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, say in a word. Luke, Luke chapter 7. Hallelujah. 
Father, we speak to our lives this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please, I want to hear amen. amen. Luke chapter 7. We read from verse 1. Now when he had ended all his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. And a certain centurion servant who was there unto him was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servants. And when they came to Jesus, the elders came to Jesus now, they besought him instantly, saying, he, that he was worthy for whom he should do this. You see, they were interceding on the behalf of the centurion. For he loved our nation, and he had built us a synagogue. Then Jesus went with them. And when it was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou shouldest enter unto my roof. Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. But what? Say in, in a word. For I also am a man set under authority, having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth do, do it. When Jesus had these things, he marveled at him and turned him around and said unto the people that followed him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. And they that were, were sent returned to the house, found the servant whole that have been sick. You are returning home today. Whole in the name of Jesus. Amen. And is there anyone sick? Either here or you, are, or you are watching us. You are made whole in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I say you are made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, say in a word. What have you been hearing before? Before. What have you heard? We sing that song. Have you heard what the Lord has done? Come and see what the Lord has done for me. We say so many things. We, we sing. We sing. Ah, and if you see some people when they are dancing to that song. In a minute, after the song is finished, you just sit down like this. Why not demonstrate what you have just sung? The word of the Lord is powerful. It is not a sin to be alive and well, even in the, while you are here in the church. Ah! <laughs> oh my goodness. The dead cannot praise the Lord, brethren. Only the living can. And you are here, you are, look at how well, well dressed you are. Thank God for colors though. I was telling my children in those days, uh, that in those days, when we used to hit our television, <coughs> you this TV, you this TV work. And to make matter good, it was even um, um, black and white. No color though. How old was I when we began to have color television? And even that color television, <laughs> they will even close it and lock it. It was black and white. So you don't even know if the newscaster is wearing either red or yellow or everything is what? Black and but God is the color of all colors. Hallelujah. He owns colors. Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says round about his head like this is what? Is rainbow. Rainbow does not belong to pride. It belongs to God. They stole it. 
They counterfeit things that belong to God. Rainbow belongs to Jesus. It belongs to God. Round about his throne like this is rainbow. Go and check Revelation. God owns rainbow. Look at red, yellow. I'm wearing blue. Red. I don't even know the color of your own. Is that gray? Gray, blue, white. Look at. And look at your, we have a blonde face. I don't even know which one is mine. Fat face, thin one. All those. God has made us beautiful. The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in his time. And I pray in the name of Jesus. Today is his time in Jesus' mighty name. Today is his time. All those negativity that has been following you, today marks the end in Jesus' mighty name. The other day I was telling my children, I said, ah, I'm so discouraged this morning. This morning. They just stood there watching me, looking at me. Said, ah, I'm sure they didn't talk, but the look on their face. Ah. So mommy, you too can be discouraged. I'm human. <laughs> yes, so. But I quickly remember the word of the Lord. <laughs> That's the testimony. I quickly do what? Remember the word of the Lord. Or else, I'm telling you, discouragement can do something to you. What will it do? You will not be able to do anything. You will just sit up. In fact, you will not rise up from the bed. You are feeling hungry. Oh? The, the pang is there. And your tummy is paining. You say, ah, I'm not going anywhere. I'll just stay here. This one. That thing. That sister. Oh, God. That job. That. Forget about it. God will take care of it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God is mindful of you. And do you know what? You have a part to play. Qualifications. Number one. For God to speak his word to you, you must be his child. You must be what? You must be his child. Are you a child of God? I'm not talking of by mouth. You know I'm a Christian too. Oh, hallelujah. Robo sanda, 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 robo sanda. It is robo sanda. The person is saying, no. He does not know how to speak in tongues. You don't even know the God we are talking about. Are you his child? You must be his child. Born again. To be qualified for the word of the Lord to be spoken to your life. At times, he does whatever pleases him. But you need the word of God to sustain whatsoever he has done for you. So you must be his child. You must be his daughter. You must be his son. Hallelujah. For the word of the Lord to make sense in your life. Number two, you've got to keep your battery level high. Your what? You've got to keep your battery level high. Some of us, we charge our tablet and our phone more than we charge our spiritual life. Do, no matter where you are going, brothers and sisters, the number one thing that we enter your post is your charger. Because you know that if that phone is not charged, that job I'm waiting for may not, may not reach me. It has to be charged. You begin to... So, 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 the way I call my children. I'll just call them. Where is my charger? <laughs> I'm a village person when I get to my house. <laughs> I just yell. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Charge your, your, keep the, your battery level high. Keep it high. And how do you keep it high? By the word of the Lord. By praying. You keep it high. You keep, you, you keep it charged. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep it charged. Keep it charged by the fellowship that we are having here. Look at it. This fellowship that we have here. I tell you, 
What happens when you finish charging your phone? You begin to use it and your, and your tablet, isn't it? And before you know it, what happens to the battery? And what do you do again? You do what? No matter how high you are, spiritually, there are times that you are what? I just told you, some few days ago, I said, oh Lord, I was so discouraged about that. Life will happen. Things we want to discourage you. But you need to do what? Plug the power in. Plug the power in. At work, plug the power in. At home, plug the power in. Keep it charged. High there. No matter where you take that your phone or your tablet, as long as the battery is fully charged, you will get all your messages, isn't it? When the Lord wants to speak to you, if your battery is low, that is why when somebody is so discouraged or somebody is so, I tell you, even if the Lord is speaking, you are not hearing. Why? Because the battery is very, very low. Keep it high. Keep it charged. The Lord needs, plug it at all times. The servant said, I had fainted. If not for the Lord, I had fainted. That was David said talking. Somebody that is called the, 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 uh, uh, the one after God's own heart. Say, I had fainted. If not that the Lord has commissioned it that I will be here in the land of the living. Let the living in the house chat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If there's no life in this, it's lifeless. That is why you need to keep the battery of your spiritual life. What? Charged. Tell your neighbor, keep it charged. Tell your other neighbor, keep it charged. Hallelujah. So we said number one is what? You should be saved. You must be saved. Be his child. You must be his child. Number two is what? Keep your battery level high. Hallelujah. Number three, you've got to work for the Lord. You've got to do what? Work for the Lord. W-O-R-K. I don't know how you people call it in. Because this is now, I, I, spell, I do a, a lot of spelling for my children. So, oh, you mean work? Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I pity you. I've been speaking English before you were conceived. <laughs> it is well in Jesus' name. Work for the Lord. Work for him. Yes. Don't start, in fact, like today now. We, we normally come to church, well, myself and my family, very early anyway, past 9 or so, or 9.30 at, at worst. But let's come early. There are things to be done, I tell you. Pastor mentioned something two weeks ago. <laughs> I was telling him this morning, I said, we need to cut the grass. Oh. It's too much. I'm sure you can never, those people that have your own grass, you can never allow your grass to be as high as that, or as tall as that. Work for the Lord. Maybe nobody is seeing you when you are doing it, but God is seeing you. Work for the Lord. Look at that, my sister there. Standing, she will stand throughout there. At times I just watch her. You think she will lose her blessings? It's not possible. She will get her blessing. Everything has its own blessing. Work for the Lord. I tell my children, one thing that I thank God for, I worked for the Lord. I served him. The Bible said that the glory of the youth is their strength. But you know that that strength too can fail. It is the Lord that will keep you plugged together. Hallelujah. Work for him. You see something on the floor? Mm, well, it's not my duty. It's for the ushers. No, it's for you. Pick it up. 
Work for the Lord. Come early to church. That thing that you will not allow to be done in your house, don't do it in the church. You may be thinking, ah, is it not just the building? No, you are the church. You are. Hallelujah. Amen. Daddy Gio was saying something one day. He got to a particular church. He went to, he is himself. When he got to the men's washroom, oh Lord, there were some big, big, like the head of human being inside the, the toilet bowl there. People, did, they, just, they just did their own thing and they didn't flush. And there were lots of water on the ground. What did he do? He didn't say anybody, he didn't talk, he didn't say anything. He just went, took the broom and water, rolled up his, uh, his pan and began to sweep the floor. So when they were waiting for him, where is the general overseer? Washing toilet. So of course now, you know us now, Yorubas and uh, Nigerians. They quickly rush. Daddy, he said, eh, what are you doing? Leave me alone. No, this is my own blessing. You want your own? Go and get your own broom. <laughs> Daddy, don't do it. Say, no, I will do it. <laughs> I am going to do it. So they quickly joined him. Ah, eh, who are the people that did this? Ah, of course, they, did, they joined him. I tell you, the anointing of the service of that day will be, be doubled. Why? He worked for the Lord. He didn't say, oh, you know, I'm the general overseer, you know. Sorry, I'm trying to, be, to speak Canada. <laughs> it is well with me. Oh, Lord. Ah, I'm the general overseer, you know. I, I, I don't need to do this. Oh, where are the ushers? You know, that's your toilet is terrible. Yeah, go and do it. No, he, be, he showed them with examples. Work for the Lord. Work for the Lord. Where you are working for the Lord, the Lord is meeting your need. As you are working for him, he's working your own. Hallelujah. Amen. You are working for him. It's working your own. Oh, I don't need to go, you know. Ah, you know. Look, obedience is very, very awesome. Very, very awesome. When you obey, your, even your heart, you feel, you, feel, you feel fulfilled. Work for the Lord. Number, number four, don't be lazy. Don't be what? Don't be what? Lazy. Even at your workplace. Forget about church now. Even at your workplace, whatever you are doing, don't be lazy with it. You want to preach the word, you want to study your word, be, do. Hey, prayer is work, oh, it's lots of work. Ah, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father, you, you really want to pray. It is a work. It is lots of work. Not just, oh, God, you are there, God. You stay there, God, I stay here. You know, God. no, I mean you are praying with the knowledge of the scriptures. You know what you are doing with the knowledge of the scriptures. Lord, Bible says, put me in remembrance. Let us split together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. The word, you are saying, Lord, I am reminding you. You said in your word, I shall not die but live to declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living. You are declaring and you are praying. Don't be lazy. Whatever you are doing, don't be lazy. You may feel weak, but you know what? Don't be lazy at it. Peter was weak. He knew his job. He knew his, his job ethics. He knew that you have to fish during the night, isn't it? Bible said that he fished all night. How many things fish did he catch? How many fish, please? Nada. Zero. 
Like somebody will say, zero. Zero. Nothing. Nothing to show for his labor. But he was laboring. I don't know. Maybe you have been laboring. And it seems as if it's not going to work. Ah, it will work. In the name of Jesus. Peter was weak. He was very weak. But do you know what? During his weakness, who came? The strength of Zion came. The strength of Zion came. The strength of Zion will minister to you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. He was weak spiritually. He was weak physically. He was weak. All the Ali Ali put them together. He was weak. But God surfaced. And do you know what happened? God did not immediately say, Bro, Peter, let me give you fish. No. All <laughs> upon that, he was weak. What did Jesus say? Ah, before casting it, you, <laughs> he said, I got to use your boat. I need that boat. Peter did not say, Oh man, can't you see I'm tired? I'm not going to church this morning. I'm really tired. Oh man, you want to use my. This boat has been working all over the night. No. What did he do? Jesus came into it and he even walked. He was still walking. He was still walking. Look, everybody has reasons not to go to church or not to do something for the Lord. I'm telling you. But does your reason count? Does those do those do, do those reasons count? Peter was weak, he was tired. Ah, uh, you see us every Sunday. Ah. <laughs> it's not every Sunday, me too. I want to come to church you. Ah. It's true. It's not every Sunday. There are times I'm weak. There are times I'm tired. There was a day I was sleeping on the bed. My husband just came and said, Hey, hey tea dress, you have not dressed. I said, But you know, I didn't sleep very well. I'm really tired. I said, Okay. I know some. Well, when you have been living with your husband for more than two decades, you know some okay and some okay. You know some okay. 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 <laughs> My husband is very quiet. He didn't say anything. He just said, okay. So I knew that okay me. Get up, baby. <laughs> You've got to dress up. We got church to go to. <laughs> and uh, that day, I still left praise and worship. In fact, God took all the glory because it wasn't me that led, led the praise and worship. God did what he will do. When the Bible says that when you are weak, you say what? You are strong. You say you are strong. Those who don't think that pastors are angels. Oh, they are there every time. Ah, there are times that it is not doable. In 2005, when I had miscarriage, I still had to come to church because it was in those days that we used to pack all the but microphone, the keyboard, we carry it and go to the hotel. Pastor just said, okay, sit down, don't worry. When the time of, I even thought that she would say I should not stay first and worship, but who will take it? Esther was just six years old or seven years old, I don't even remember. Ruth was just a year old. Maybe, uh, now them go take first and worship? No, no. The church just started. We were just one year old. Yes. I had to take it. When 
are weak, then you say you are strong. There are times that you are weak. Peter was weak. Peter was weak. But God said, I need your boat. God is telling you, I need your, 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 your salary. I need that boat in your hand. I need that your strength. I need you to do this, to do this, to do this. But you know what? If he's asking you to do something, it's because he has greater plans for you. What happened? By the time God was through with Peter, what happened? He had a net-breaking miracle that only God can give him. May you receive your own. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May you have yours in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. Christ. That his net began to break by the time this same boat, God said, this net that has not worked for you, this hand that has not worked for you, this womb that has not carried any child, this thing that has not worked, I, it is still the same thing I will use for you. Hallelujah. The same thing I will use. And God will use it. So don't be lazy in whatever you are doing. Continue to do it. When you are weak, say, Lord, I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from my wrong. Lord, a closer walk with, with you will keep me stronger. Hallelujah. So we say, number one, what? Be saved, be his child. Number two, keep your battery level high. Number three, walk for the Lord. Number four, don't be lazy. Hallelujah. Number five, be expectant of his blessings and his coming. Be expectant of his blessings and his coming. Jesus Christ is coming, you know, and his blessings is coming as well. Peter was, it's not that Peter was expecting anything that day, but he worked for the Lord. And what happened? His blessings come, came. His blessings came. Yours will not elude you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. But you know what? What I want to tell you is that be expectant. Be expectant. Be expectant. What is it that you are expecting from the Lord? I want us to raise up our hands this morning and tell him, Lord, I need this. Just say that word, a word, into this my situation. I need this. Talk to him. It's your father. Lord, I need this. I need this. It's, you are my father. You are my God. I need this. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. I'm so expectant, Lord, of your mercy, of your grace, of your miracle. You are the miracle doer, the miracle worker. Do it, oh Baba, in the name of Jesus. I'm so expectant, oh God. I'm so expectant. Lord, I'm so expectant this morning, Lord. Lord, do it, Lord, like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Are you expectant of the, of the coming of Jesus Christ? I'm sure you have been hearing it. Ever since I gave my life to Jesus, I have been hearing it. Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. At a point, some believers are even saying, I beg, stop saying this, Jesus is coming. If he wants to come, he's supposed to have come by now. Ah. He will come like a thief in the night. And look at it. All the things that he said we precede is coming. It's already happening. We can see it. You are hearing it. You are seeing it. We know it. We should be expectant. He had already said the word out that is coming very soon. He's coming back again. He's coming back again. He went away and promised that he's coming back again. He's coming on. Either we like it or not. I don't know if I will be here when he comes. I wish. But you know what? If he doesn't, what we won't do. By the time you grow old, you will go. 
But when Jesus Christ comes, will you either be resurrected to go or will you be caught up to go with him? Be expectant of his blessings and of his coming. He will come again. No prayer can change it. I, oh Lord. I remember in those days when we were single way in high school. You know, at times we'll be singing that song. At times when we finish and we are going home and we're trekking home, you'll be hearing some of my friends. Ah, Lord, me, I want to marry you. Please don't come yet. Oh. <laughs> uh, now we are married. We have children. Some people have grandchildren. What else? Uh, Jesus will come. He will come. He will come. Are you expectant? Number six, I believe. Is that number six? Keep yourself holy. Keep yourself holy. For the word of God to make sense in your life. Keep yourself holy. Keep yourself pure. What do you watch? What do you hear? What do you see? These are gateway to our to the to the heart. These are gateway to your mind. What do you see? What do you hear? What are you hearing? What do you see? What do you see with the, with the gate with the, with this gateway? Yes, this eyes is a gateway to our heart. The Bible says that guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it what is the issues of life. Look at that boy that went and he went and bought gun and sh ah hey shimeke. A mother sent me a clip. We finished praying that day that um, nations are in thy womb that we do every first morning. So she said, ah, hey, pastor, that prayer you prayed, I will send you a video. She sent me that video of a six-year-old boy that they were in, the teacher was interviewing all of them. I don't know if you have seen it though. They were asking them, what will you be? Some are saying doctor, nurse, teacher, and so on. What did the boy say? He wants to be an assassin. And he was very bold to say, assassin in New That is what he wants to be. Ah! And the teacher asked, why did you say so? He said, because that is what they watch in their house. That is what he sees every day. Killing people. He said, I enjoy killing people. A six-year-old. What is going through your eye? What is going through your ears? Look at it now. Almost every advert has this perversion there. Boy, uh, men and men taking care of a girl. Girl and girl taking care of a boy. And one is pregnant. So this is his house. And now we are, the other day, say before, when they are playing, is that we mute it or we put it off? But the other day, we were watching it and we just say, let them do, let them do so that we can continue to watch our sport. When uh, Raptors was playing, Raptors, they lost, eh? It is one. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, we are now getting used to it. <laughs> getting used to, 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 to. Ah, my goodness. What is going through? Keep yourself holy. Look at that boy. He said it's going to be an assassin. The, so the teacher asked, will you kill your Parent and your, he said, no, 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 no. If I remember very well, he said he won't kill his parent, but he, he may kill his uncle because his uncle did not do something good for him or something like that. <laughs> so all the people that took money from that boy, they're in trouble. All the people that bully him, they're in trouble. One day, one day, he's going to get gone <laughs> and go and finish all of them. 
He said it's going to be an assassin. Because that is what they watch in their house. What do you watch? What do you see? Most of the games are today, games, all the games that some boys are playing, they are full of demonic things. Oh, you know, it's their year, it's their day. Let them do it. No, don't let them do it. Don't watch it. You will give account of what you are watching and what you are hearing. You will give account. You will. You will. Snakes have entered into some homes and to some lives because of some horror films that they have watched. Ah, in those days, Monday, Monday was a um, Chinese film. <laughs> Tuesday, maybe Japanese film. Wednesday, horror film. Thursday, nothing. Oh no, Yoruba film. And then Friday, that one I like most, Indian film. <laughs> Ooh, ah, in those days, yes, yeah, so those are the things we used to watch. Hmm? In the Monday to, to Thursday, at times we don't normally succeed in watching because my father will be there. But on Friday, at times we put our, our book on our lap as if we are watching. He too, he knows what we are doing now. He will put his newspaper like this and be watching us. <laughs> but on Friday, we always succeed. Why? It is Friday now. TG. Good. We want to watch Indian movie. Ah, oh, Indian movie, the deal, ah, trouble. Indian movie, we say that we will snake them. Things that have entered into us because of what we see. What do you see? What do you hear? As from today, there shall be deliverance. In the mighty name of Jesus. Before I close this morning, one thing that the Lord wants me to talk about is yoga. I don't know how many of you do yoga. Hear and hear very well. Yoga is demonic. It is not of the Lord. There is nothing called Christian yoga. Yoga is yoga. Or have you ever seen Christian sin? Oh, this sin is a Christian sin. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. It's Christian sin. We can do it. No. Even at school, they began to introduce it. I went to tell them, please, when you are doing this, your yoga session, send my children to the office. I don't want them to get involved. I don't care if it's part of their curriculum. Because by the time the spirit of yoga enters into these children, you will not be able to cope with it. The spirit of yoga is a python spirit. Don't allow it. Oh, you know, it's a form of exercise. It is not a form of exercise. You want to exercise? Put on my music or put on somebody else's music and do your jump, jump, jumping down and do your stretch, whatever you need to stretch. You don't need to be doing snaky, putting yourself on the sun and all these things. You don't need to do it. It is demonic. Or else we begin to conduct deliverance. I used to have an Indian friend. She told me about yoga. Yoga is demonic. Please, brothers and sisters. Oh, no, it's part of the school. They got to do it. No, they don't got to do it. I told them in the school, my children should be excused. I don't want them involved. Send them to the office. When you finish, get them back to this class. Oh, you know, Mrs. Akinsola, it has to be done. Oh, yeah, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. 
but don't involve my children. What do you see? Keep yourself holy. Keep your body holy. Oh, you know, pastor, we cannot talk to these children. Oh, you can talk to them because you are going to give account. You will give account. All this that are introducing in school, you have the authority to say, no, I don't want it. Read your Bible and pray daily. Run from disobedience and unrighteousness. Yoga is demonic. Brothers and sisters, there's nothing called Christian yoga. I've spoken to people that were very, very deeply involved. It's more than what you are saying. Please, don't do it. Don't, please. You want to do exercise? Just stretch your hand. Go for prayer walk. It's part of exercise. Go and walk around. And as you're walking around, pray. Ribala, Shandela, oh God, protect my home. And do the exercise. You want to stretch your bones? Stretch it. Oh, dude, don't involve yoga. Please. This is what we trust in Jesus' name. The Lord just spoke a word to us. A word. Even when it comes to prosperity. The Bible just, the, the Lord said that I, I will just open a window. When God does something, he, just, he will just do it. Just little. And that little is mighty. The Lord will speak a word to us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we get to pray? Father, speak your word to my life. That Yoruba song say, Sorrow, Lua, me sorrow, ki ogo, mi obuyo. Father, he spoke the word at the beginning in Genesis. He said, Let there be light, and there was light. Lord, speak. Daddy, speak. Oh Lord, speak. Father, just a word into my situation, into my marital life, into my mental life, into my pregnancy, into my job, to my husband, husband to your wife, to those sons and daughters, to the children. Lord, to your church, Christ of Lord. To everybody watching either online or in person, Lord. Speak your word, Jehovah. Lord, I need just a word, Father. A word from you, Lord. We need a word from you. Yes, Lord. A word, Baba. Speak it, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, speak it. Lord, speak it. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Shall we just begin? In the name of the Lord.